0: Hey everyone, this is Verbs, and we are continuing our conversation today. We have a joint podcast situation for all those who listen to Lead to Win with Michael and Megan, as well as focus on this with myself, Courtney, and Blake Stratton. We've joined together over the last couple of episodes having important conversations around grief, around goal setting, around hope, limiting beliefs, things of that nature. And today, we are talking about pursuing goals, even in the spite of difficulties that you have encountered this past year. So once again, Courtney, Michael, Megan, welcome to the conversation.
1: Guys, I would say, and we're missing Blake today, and it, which is sad because this, this series of conversations are like right up Blake's alley. I mean, the Enneagram 4 would have loved every single one of these.
2: <laughs> Who is well, he? What, I mean, he's kind of a slacker, not showing up. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's out trying to accomplish his Q4 goals. Ah, okay, good. Maybe we're the slackers.
3: Maybe that's what that means.
2: I should have given him my list. Okay, so one of the real values of goal achievement is the transformation that we experience. Goal setting or goal achievement is not an end in itself. More important than what you achieve is who you become in the process. And so, you know, I've kind of had a front Rose seat to Megan's transformation as a result of, you know, adopting two boys, of adopting this little girl and just raising her family and all the things that she set out to accomplish. And it's transformed her. You know, she's probably not as aware of it as I am, but she's in many ways a, a much different person than she was definitely 20 years ago, but even 10 years ago, you know, the transformation is happening little by little.
3: Yeah. It's funny because I would say Maybe parenting is the best example of things not going according to plan. <laughs>
2: you know? I, I, re-
3: I remember when I became a parent, which was kind of unconventional. I married my husband, Joel, and he already had two kids who were seven and four. I was like, I'm going to be the best Mary Poppins-esque stepmom of all time. I had like my little bag of tricks in my purse. <laughs> that was all I really needed I was pretty good at cooking and you know I was like these these kids been eating a lot of takeout like it's gonna be great you know little did I know of course they're you know full real people with their challenges and opportunities and personalities and it was humbling pretty quickly as it is for all parents and that has only been truer as we've added more children to our family and all that at the same time even though I have uh you know not had things go exactly according to plan it really has changed me and i wouldn't trade it for a second because there's something about doing hard things and parenting man is right up there on the top of the list of hard hard things that push push you outside of your comfort zone that you really have to become somebody different than you start out to make it, to take a stand for things that matter, or in this case, people that matter the most to you. And it's so worthwhile. You know, I would never want to have not done it, even though some of my greatest challenges have been raising my kids, right?
2: Courtney Verbs, I want to ask you the same question. And that is, what goal have you taken on that was a big goal that you accomplished But that, looking back on it, you really experienced a big transformation as a result of it.
1: Well, I I, just this year, honestly, the goal specifically the first quarter of this year that I took on, you know, I, you know, (laughs) I had a newborn, um, and I had a really specific goal around kind of the routine for our family, as well as, um, y'all know this, y'all are going laugh. Everybody listens to focus on this. Here's me talking about it, a Peloton, but I just, you know, there's a little, when your season of life has changed drastically and then you try to like pursue a goal. I think there's a little bit of uneasiness. You're like, I hope this is going to work out, you know, it's just, it's different, you know. And so I think the the pursuit of that goal was really great. Um, actually, Michael, I, I shared a little bit about this um, in uh, your Best Year Ever bonus that we did together about um, setting goals in every life stage. But with my first daughter, it was, we were in such survival mode uh, in the first year of her life. She had some medical conditions and it was just really, really difficult. That it was just like the bar. I just set it at the absolute bottom. And this year, you know, you know, same situation. I have a newborn in the house and a five and a half year old. I really wanted to go into this year like I can set goals. I can still pursue things, even when you know life, you know, it's challenging having a newborn. And I think on the on the flip side of achieving that goal and looking back the confidence it gave me was like, if I can do this in this season, you know, I certainly can do it, you know, the next quarter and the next quarter, you know, it's only going to get easier. I think it just puts ammunition in, in pursuing other goals and bigger goals. And obviously we're all about making sure those goals are relevant for your season of life. Um, but it just at the end of this year versus the end of my, um, first daughter's, you know, that like when I set that bar really low, it's very different. You know, the person I am after this year versus the person I was at the end of that year, what is drastically different. Um, and I, this feels weird to say this, but I think I'm proud of myself. You know, I think, you should be. I think it feels the way that I, I feel feels
3: a lot better. And,
1: Um, as I get into 2022.
3: Courtney, um, before Verbs answers this question for himself, I just want to comment on what you said, because you touched on something that I think is maybe like the most undervalued part of setting big goals. And that is the confidence that comes that you end up drawing on later when you encounter hard things. Because goals are kind of like a manufactured way Grow, right? Or to design what we want in the future. But life also presents us, as we have talked about in the last couple episodes, with plenty of organic opportunities for growth, shall we say? I'd do that in air quotes. <laughs> 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 Things that we haven't necessarily chosen or that haven't, um, that have just come our way. And when we encounter those challenges, the, especially the ones that we have not chosen, when we can look back and we can say, Man, if I could, you know, be a a Peloton Platinum member while having a newborn and sleep training or whatever, you know, whatever you said, like I can totally do this, you know, because you just have that confidence in your own toughness and resilience and perseverance that you can draw on. And, you know, frankly, this is one of the biggest differences that I see between brand new leaders or brand new people who are professionals and high achievers, right, versus people who are more seasoned, is the people who are more seasoned have the confidence of having kind of done these hard things over and over and over again and knowing that they can get through and come out on the other side stronger. And man, that's just such a an empowering place to live from.
0: Yeah. So I'm thinking I have two that I was debating on which one to share, but uh, I'll go with this one. So uh, last year we moved into a home and I was, I had a goal for my office space. I knew I wanted to, you know, set up some shelves, just kind of make it a nice cozy space. Now, mind you, most important part part about this is I'm not a handyman at all.
2: I have the basic. Oh, that tool. sounds
0: like a limited belief. Well, hold on, wait, wait. You got me. You got me.
3: You might want to listen to our last episode, Burb.
2: <laughs> okay, so you're not a handyman. Okay. I'm not
0: a handyman. I was not a handyman previous to this goal that I set, but um, man, I. It, I had no, I had nowhere else to go. I knew I had a goal of, you know, getting this office sorted out and situated. I was lofty in my goal setting. So I'm taking like reclaimed wood. And I said, I can just chop these up, make some shells, put some brackets on the wall. And, you know, it'd be a nice little setup. Not remembering that I've never used a circular saw ever a day in my life, but it was necessary <laughs> for this project. And so I started, I started, you know, I rented some tools from Home Depot, started the project, Got to the point where I was able to, you know, chop the wood without chopping off any arms or or hands or anything like that. So that was a bonus. That was a bonus. Uh, But at some point when you're looking at pieces just kind of strolling across the floor and you have a blank wall, it's like, man, you start. I started second guessing my ability to not only do the job, but do it to where it actually looks decent. So I I got to the point I was able to before I put the shells on. This is very important. I decided I put up wallpaper before putting up the shelves.
3: Ooh, that's hard too.
0: For anyone, for anyone who has not put up wallpaper uh, <laughs> recently, you have to put glue on the wall if you're using a non-adhesive, you know, wallpaper. Um, so I knew when the moment I rolled glue on the entire brand new drywall that I was now committed to finishing this Whoa. dry this uh, wallpaper. <laughs> but I eventually pushed through. I said I could do it. Got the glue on the wall, put up the wallpaper, eventually painted the shelves, you know, looked on YouTube, went to YouTube University, saw how to install those onto the you know the studs behind the wall, and before long, the job was done. It was satisfied, but I discovered I'm a lot more handier with tools, or I can be a lot more handier than tools there than you I previously go. thought I was.
3: Wow.
0: Thank you for listening.
1: You know, Verbs, all of a sudden, I have a lot of clarity because on a recent episode of Focus on This, Blake actually asked you about that wallpaper behind you. I, th- I don't think it was on an actual episode. I think it was before uh, we got started. And and you were like, listen, you want the removable kind of wallpaper. You're pretty <laughs> adamant about it.
0: And Lesson now it learned. all
3: makes sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, next year on your list of goals is going to be like remodel the kitchen or do a bathroom or something. Hey,
0: I feel like I could do it. I feel like I could do it this time.
3: Wow, see? is what we're talking about.
2: So I think, you know, one of the things that happens, and we talked about this a little bit, but as we start to get momentum, and Megan, you mentioned this with young leaders, versus people that are a little bit more seasoned. But as you start to get momentum and you get some of these wins under your belt, then it does develop a sort of momentum where it's easier to think to yourself, look, that's going to be hard. I'm going to be in my discomfort zone. But I've done that before, and I'm willing to take it on. And it hasn't killed me. So I got a pretty good chance, I think, of, of accomplishing it. And to me, the, I, I like to keep raising the ante, you know, the, the, the risk factor a little bit, because it takes more to scare me today than he used to. Hmm. And so I I don't like to be, you know, terrified that that's kind of in the delusional zone, but I do like to be a little bit scared and there's gotta be something that I'm putting at risk for the goal to really engage my best thinking to ignite my imagination and to really make sure that I I follow through on it. And I think that's, that's one of the things I think that we sometimes underappreciate about hard things is that when they're not hard, we just kind of blow them off. You know, it's not that challenging, it's not that interesting, we blow it off. But how else can you explain why these people run these, you know, ultra-long races, or take on these tough mutters, or all these different things that you say, why would you put yourself like in, you know, harm's way, or significant pain, or whatever, ever? And yet, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people do that every single year. And I think it just speaks to the fact that, you know, in our in our soft, very comfortable culture, People are looking for things that will test their character, that will give them an opportunity to show up in a way that they've maybe never had to show up before.
3: I also feel like a big part of this is developing your tolerance for discomfort. You know, this is something that we talked about as an executive team several months ago, just how the, that ability to um, not bail out when things are hard emotionally physically mentally uh creatively you know all the all the different ways you could bail that is that you almost have to train for in life because really what determines your success in life in so many ways uh, the, you know, like the the scientists call it frustration tolerance, but can you stay with something until you get a breakthrough? You know, can you stay in discomfort long enough to achieve something that matters more than your own comfort? And I think that that's not something that some people are just great at and other people aren't great at. I think that's like a muscle. It's something that we have to practice. And I, what I love about goal setting is that it's kind of like weight training for resilience, weight training for perseverance, and ultimately we need to draw on those things later. If we're going to do anything in our life that matters, it's going to be hard, right? Like nothing in our life, I mean, think of one thing you've ever done that mattered that was like easy peasy and you were laying on your couch while you did it. You know, like probably not, you know, (laughs) pretty much like Netflix, ice cream in a bowl, you know, my cozy, comfy clothes, my barefoot dream socks. Like that's all that's really happening on the couch. Like I'm not really out there taking on the world or doing something for the sake of others that that is significant unless it's hard. And that means if I'm going to have a meaningful life, I better get good at being uncomfortable, you know, and I think that's what I love. About goal setting is not only is it great to accomplish goals, but those goals are really stepping stones to way more important things in the
2: future. Okay, so we have something, a resource that I think can be enormously helpful to you guys. If what we've been talking about sounds interesting, if you wanna take it to the next level, if you're maybe tired of drifting, And want to start designing a different future, we've got the tool for you. And it's called Your Best Year Ever. I think we've done this eight years, maybe nine years in a row. And this is one of those tools that people come back to again and again and again. And all of us that are on this podcast do this every year because it's an opportunity to reset for the future, to kind of, uh, you know, look at your life and say, what do I want that's different? How can I move my life forward in a significant way and end up with a different outcome for 2022? And your best year ever does that. By the way, you can find it at bestyearever.me forward slash act. That will take you directly to the website where you can find out the pricing and all that kind of stuff. Here's the cool thing. This is is basically two different uh, approaches. We do have the course, which we've shot all brand new for this year. Latest, greatest goal achievement research, all the details, everything you need, you can, it's going to take you roughly one hour a day for five days, or you can do it. And this is the second part of it. Two of the three options that you can, that you can invest in uh, include a live virtual event. So, Megan and I are actually hosting a live virtual best year ever event. This is the second time we've offered this. We did this last year, but you don't have to travel anywhere. You have no travel expense, it's an all day event, and you will come out the other end of the chute with a roadmap with your goals for 2022. Already said, we've really tried to make this affordable for every budget. Again, there's three different options. I won't go through the pricing here, but you can look at bestyourever.me forward slash act to get the detail. And, oh, by the way, we offer a 30-day full refund if this is not you know, what you expect or you don't find it helpful. But honestly, the refund rates are very, very low because people love, love, love this course.
1: I'm so excited about Your Best driver Ever Live this year. I think for a lot of people, for me, I mean, I love doing it in that one day span. It like ensures that I get them done. Verbs, you and I will also be there, just not on screen. We'll be like, you'll be producing the event um, and I'm going to be on chat. So I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of people there. I also, for all the focus on this listeners, if you use the Full Focus Planner, this is really... This is an analogy one of our writers said the other day, and I just think it's it's brilliant. Um, she said, the full focus planner is like the race car. Your best year ever is the racetrack. It is really like what you have to have for your planner to really, you know, get off to the races. And so I think it's, it's that critical.
3: So if you use the planner at
1: all, definitely join us for your best year ever.
3: Well, guys, I am so excited about this. I'm so excited to teach this. I'm so excited to get to be with those of you listening. If you join us, Um, Because I think this is one of the best ways to take control of 2022 to not kind of be the victim of a narrative that's not empowering for you, but instead, really design the kind of year that you want design something that is meaningful that uh, you're going to be proud of when you get to this time next year, you're going to be standing here, excited about what you've accomplished, and maybe more importantly, proud of who you've become along the way.
0: Well, Courtney, Michael, Megan These conversations have been absolutely fantastic Thank you all for just contributing the wisdom and advice that you have As you are, uh, I consider, veterans in the goal achievement process So thank you, the listener, for listening So if you're interested in either Best Year Ever The Course or Best Year Ever Live Make sure you visit bestyearever.me forward slash act Once again, this has been a collaboration of Lead to Win and the Focus on this podcast. And as always, we'll be back with other great episodes. But until then, stay focused. Lead to Win.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stay winning.